You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss on behalf of Ulysses Sombrano, and we are the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure you check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked On Rays, as well as all our other traditional podcasting platforms. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram and email us anytime, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Speaking of emails and mailbags, uh, we have one of those special episodes today. What better than a 6-0 start than a mailbag episode? Uh, I'm sure we will dive deep into the national series and where the Rays stand as of today on uh, Friday's episode with Evan Klosky and Ulysses back in the fold. But we figured we would break up the week a little bit with hearing from you all and, and what types of questions you have. And uh, I will note that the questions that we will run through on today's show, uh, they were voice memos from a couple weeks ago that were requirements to join our Lockdown Race Fantasy Baseball League. So we are finally getting around to answering some of those. So without further ado, let's get right into it. This first question from Brian Wilbur. Hey guys, my question is, y'all were talking about Rayleigh being 28 and at a make or break point. In your opinion, how much did the 2020 M minor league shutdown affect his development and other players like him? Yeah, that's a great question. I don't even want to think or have to consider what was the year 2020 anymore, quite frankly. Now, for Luke Rayleigh specifically, it had to be extremely challenging for him because he had just been traded from the Twins to the Dodgers in February of 2020. So you're just trying to get adjusted to a new locale, new location, new franchise, new teammates, new everything, new way of doing things, new strategies. Um and having to deal with the COVID stuff on top of that and the fact that you missed out on an entire minor league season, not to mention that Rayleigh um, had just gotten his first taste of AAA in 2019 and did w really well in that taste. So being able to build off that would have been really, really important for him and could have ex expedited his, his run to the major leagues. Alas, he didn't get that opportunity and missed out on what 140, 150 AAA games, what, what could have been or, or over a hundred uh, AAA games and then uh, get thrown into the major league. So uh, yeah, obviously had to be challenging for him. Probably not as challenging as guys who were not included on that player pool where, you know, teammates could get together and, and practice and go through instruction supervised um, at, you know, the various, alternate sites and, and complexes because Rayleigh was added to the Dodgers player pool at the time. So the guys that didn't get that opportunity, they were kind of left to their own devices. So that had to be really, really hard. Um, and with Rayleigh, you know, he's, he's a guy that has had to grind and prove people wrong really his entire career. I mean, he was already a late bloomer, a seventh round draft pick from Lake Erie College. It's, you know, certainly not a not a blue blood program by any means. But man, that 2020 season, a lot of changes through baseball and through the minor leagues. We had the contraction of the draft. 
We had signing bonuses diminished. We had minor league teams contracted by a wide number. And then we had some novel rules changes come about out of that too, between the designated hitter, universal DH, and uh, the ghost runner rule, which I believe is still in place at this time. So, you know, to Brian's point in question, you know, it's something where maybe we have to be a little bit more patient with some of these top prospects and some of these guys who are drafted in 2018 or 2019. And you look up and say, man, they're only in double A and they're 24, 25 years old. What happened? Well, the COVID-19 pandemic happened and you lose a, a season, season and a half, two seasons of baseball. I mean, it's, it, it is crazy. The effect of that. So, um, I look at a guy like Greg Jones. Maybe we need to be a little bit more patient in understanding of what uh, he is going through. So, yeah, the the 2020 season, I could feel, uh, you know, they're not all major league teams are created equal. We know that. So, uh, a team's a franchise's ability to coordinate workouts and training and day to day communication plans to each and every one of their players do checkups, virtual checkups, phone calls, text messages, that constant influx of, hey, how you doing? How's your training going? Uh, I know you're not playing in organized games necessarily, or it's it's not what we would want it to be, but we still want to try to follow through on you as a ball player. And I feel like the Rays do a much better job at their player engagement compared to other franchises. And that could have made a difference between, you know, a player just kind of going off the wall and, and not really uh, focusing or, or, or working out or, you know, just not doing anything really. And, um, and sabotaging his, his professional career. So um, that's, you know, a conversation for another day, but no great question there from Brian Wilbur. We have more to discuss on this episode, but first, we have to tell you about eBay Motors. Yeah, eBay Motors. It's a thing, believe it or not. Uh, for a championship team, hopefully like the Rays, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head over to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it is super easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Not only do we want to tell you about eBay Motors, but we also want to tell you about Built Bar March Madness. Even though it's April, we're still talking about the Built March Madness bracket. We know that you got that favorite bar puff, and now is the perfect time to make it count. So go to builtmarchmadness.com to vote 
for your favorites. And when you vote for your favorite bar or pop, you'll be entered into a drawing where 50 lucky lockdown listeners will get a free box of built. Not only that, but one lockdown fan will win a 12 month subscription to built to have built's best bars or puffs delivered monthly straight to your door. It's amazing. And we've told you this, you should know it by now that built bars and puffs are so good because they're high in protein, they're low in sugar, yet covered in 100% real chocolate. I'm not lying, real chocolate. I don't know how they do it, but it's amazing. And it's not bad for you either. So run over to builtmarchmadness.com right now to vote for your favorite bar or puff and pick up a box while you are there. You can vote every day in March and I guess a little bit in April. So hop in and support your pick. All right, moving along. This next mailbag question comes from Ross Melquist. Let's hear it. I think might be able to step up, whether it be in AAA or sitting on the bench or that's already on the team that might be able to be that left-handed bat that we need. Um, Interesting to see what you guys have to say, but I appreciate you guys. Yeah, so this question, of course, uh, came before the season started. As of right now, I'm going to go back to it. It looks like Luke Rayleigh may and and could be that guy. And if not him, then I know Curtis Mead isn't a lefty bat, but he can certainly hit righties as a right-handed bat. So um, there's options out there. So, and, And let me say this, just to put things in context, Luke Rayleigh, by the way, is leading the team in homers and uh, just the ability to, you know, put the ball deep in the field for a sack fly. That is something that um, can't be stated enough. That's something that Austin Meadows was terrific at doing. Of course, yeah, he had the 30 homer, 90, 100 RBI potential, but the fact that he could knock out a dozen to 15 sack flies in a year um, really, uh, really needs to be focused more on. So um, now Luke Rayleigh, again, I know the Rays are 6-0. Luke Rayleigh and so many other bats are hot right now, but the Rays did just play the probably the worst team in baseball this week. And then last week, they played maybe the third worst team in baseball. And then coming up <laughs> this weekend, uh, they've got another dreadful team in the Oakland Athletics. So hopefully they add to the winning streak. I would actually like to know what the longest or best winning streak to start a major league season is of course the Rays are six and oh right now as of this recording what is it out there and what year did it happen is it eight and oh is it 12 and oh is it 13 and oh i don't know but i would like to know um i know it was historic when the Rays got off to a four and oh start now they're six and oh let's hope that they can keep it going but you know uh it's great that that the bats are rolling. Uh, we, we don't need to be talking about a, a veteran experience name brand lefty hitter, like uh, a Michael Brantley or a Brandon Bell or take a pick, whoever. I mean, what, what the Rays have going on seems to be working. And there's something to be said for this franchise, this front office, this coaching staff, trusting in the guys already on the roster. No, let's see what Josh Lowe can do. No, let's see what Luke Rayleigh can do. Let's see what a healthy Brandon Lau can do. Let's see what a healthy Wander Franco can do. Let's see what Taylor Walls can do. Let's give him another shot. And 
let's see what a more focused, intellectual Randy Rosarena can do. Uh, so I, I kind of love, I know it was a disappointment in the sense that the Rays didn't go out and get that lefty slugger or veteran player, if you will. But there's also a part of me that says, man, I like the fact that you have confidence in your current group and that you don't need to venture outside to bring in somebody else. You believe in your guys. You believe in your players. And that can go a much longer way than people think. And I know that Peter Bendix, race general manager, has talked about, like, he gets asked the question, hey, which guy's going to surprise this season? Which guy's going to blow the doors off and be like, uh, man, where did this guy come from? And he said before, Luke Rayleigh. I don't know if Luke Rayleigh is going to be that guy. Look, we've seen many times before, anybody can have a hot week. Anybody can have a hot week and a half. Anybody can have a hot two weeks. Anybody can have a hot month. A lot of guys can have a hot season. Is Luke Rayleigh one of those guys? Can he have a hot season? Can he have a hot career? That remains to be seen. But what I do love right now about the Rays is the fact that uh, they're tied for first in homers with the Dodgers. They lead baseball and runs scored. They're second in OPS. They're tied for fifth in doubles. And they're fourth in batting average. Not too shabby. Not too shabby at all. Uh, we've got one more question to get to. But first, we have to tell you about a new sponsor called So Rare. It's a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 MLB teams. Unlike other fantasy baseball platforms, So Rare managers truly own their fantasy experience, collecting, buying, selling, and competing with player cards against global opponents to win epic rewards. Win or lose, you still own your cards, and there's no cost to play. Plus, the more you win, the more you advance, collecting increasingly powerful cards and accessing next-level competitions and rewards. So head over to SoRare.com slash LockedOn. That's spelled S O. R-A-R-E dot com. So rare.com. I almost misspelled it myself. I got to work on that. Uh, so go to that website. So rare.com to draft your team of free player cards, set your lineup and start competing today to win epic rewards. Again, that's so rare.com slash locked on L O C K E D O N to start playing today. All right, this final mailbag question comes from listener Gary Fletcher. Hey, guys, it's Gary from Winter Springs. Uh, I'm just wondering, who do you guys think will be on the 40-man roster longer? Luke Rayleigh or Josh Fleming? Great question there from uh, Gary. Interesting question from Gary. And I don't know, I mean, most people right now today would say Luke Rayleigh, but I also look a little bit deeper than that in the sense of, man, pitching injuries and a lot of pitching, pitching injuries do happen and will happen, particularly with the Rays group. And I guess clearly the Rays see something in Josh Fleming and giving him 
an opportunity, another opportunity, another opportunity, and giving him a spot on the opening roster. So uh, something tells me that I could see Fleming sticking around longer than Luke Rayleigh if Luke Rayleigh gets off to a hot couple months and then you see some other guys in the minors percolating. Well, let me let me backstep here. I could see Josh Fleming staying on this roster just by being a healthy arm. Let me put it like that. Uh, and I can't think of too many other lefty pitchers that are waiting in the wings in AAA or on the 40 man um, that, you know, say a lefty goes down, who gets that spot if the Rays are looking for a lefty? I don't know who, who that is off the top of my head. I will say with Josh Fleming, clearly his first start this season was and did not go as expected. And he more or less needs to have picture perfect control and command. And if he misses his spot by just a little bit, lefties and righties are clearly taking advantage. So he can't be walking guys. He can't be getting deep in accounts where, you know, the, the opposing hitter knows he's going to throw something around the zone. And uh, Fleming doesn't have that swing and miss stuff by any means with his changeup sinker or curveball. So it's a really tough spot for him. And I think with the rules change or the elimination or limit, uh, limited shift capacity, if you will, that that just hurts him so much more because he is a pitch to contact guy. He's not missing bats like uh, Shane McClanahan or a Tyler glass now, or Drew Rasmussen or a Jeffrey Springs. So I think that also hampers him a little bit to some extent, but um, yeah, I think that uh, it's tough. It's a tough question. I, I I hate to to vacillate on this and not make a decision here, but I would just say even if Luke Rayleigh comes out firing, I could see him being a one and done guy with the Rays, where they come up with some sort of creative trade to open up one of the uh, you know the uh, a Curtis Mead to give him a spot or an opportunity, or maybe sell high on Luke Rayleigh and him being out of options is another consideration. Um, but I think with Fleming too, uh, they, the Rays have to find a different role for him. I do not see him or consider him to be a traditional starter. They need to reinvent him and, you know, when the time is right, place him in the bullpen and have him take on more of that Jalen Beeks role. I would quite frankly rather have Jalen Beeks be a starter than Josh Fleming be a starter, you know, whether it's, you know, I think. First off with Fleming, I don't think the stuff is necessarily there to be a starter. Um, and right now, I don't think the the confidence is either. And so much of this game and so much of sports is confidence. And if you go in there having a little bit of trepidation, it can go wrong very quickly and very easily for you. And what kind of a worse uh opening experience for you in 2023 if you're Josh Fleming and the lowly nationals are hitting up a storm against you. I mean, it's a group of, I hate to say nobodies, but like I mentioned earlier this week, who on that roster, who on that team out of the position player group, and there's not many pitchers either that you want to go out and buy a jersey of, that you're like really excited about, pumped up about, that you want to buy a jersey or a jersey. 
outside of Kiebert Ruiz, I can't think of many other guys. Manessis, really? Uh, Abrams, really? Robles, really? I, I don't see it. So, yeah, uh, Fleming has a lot to a lot of work to do. But again, if you're a live body and you have an arm that is working and isn't hurt, the Rays will at some point keep you around and find a spot for you. And it might not be pretty, but hey, there are thousands of innings that have to be accounted for. And they can't all be gems. So we saw that with Ryan Yarbrough over the years of, hey, he's not going to dazzle you necessarily, but he's going to he's gonna be there to eat up innings. And I think that could be a role for Josh Fleming. Maybe not necessarily as a starter, but as a bullpen guy in a, in a blowout game, whether the Rays are getting crushed or they're crushing an opponent, I think there's a, a role and a spot for that where – Luke Rayleigh, I think he could have you know one really good season with the Rays, one really good half season with the Rays, and then the Rays move on. Maybe they, they don't see him as a, a long-term answer and other guys with a higher profile and, and higher potential, higher upside, higher ceiling, like a Curtis Mead, get that next opportunity. That's just my take on it. Not to say that Luke Rayleigh's not good. It's just the Rays may be bullish on other guys. So there's only so many spots. It's limited. And the Rays filter through a lot of players, a lot of position players. So um that that would be something to look out and and watch for going forward too. So there we go. Uh great question. Sorry I couldn't I kind of gave a half answer there with the the third question. It's just uh it's tough. That you, you made it tough on me there. But um I, I would also like to see, you know, at some point what Colby White can provide and if Luis Patino can ever and here's the other thing too let me add to that I mean if if Luis Patino can ever can't get it together if something happens to Yanni Torinos if he can't get it together if other guys in AAA you know outside of Taj Bradley can't get it together you just get well Fleming he's not what we want necessarily but we got to play him we got to keep him on so that might be something else to think about too so all right. Uh, thank you all for the questions. Keep them coming.